Okay, uh, hello everyone. Um, before we get into tonight's or today's episode, uh, we just wanted to say hi to everybody. Uh, this is Pat and, and Josh. And, um, you know, as we're recording this, it is about 24 hours since we heard the news of uh, the passing of Kobe Bryant. And we just want to, you know, say rest in peace to him, uh, his daughter, and the whole family that lost their lives and the pilot uh, in the helicopter crash in L.A. Um, it's uh, really tough. Everyone's feeling it across the world. Uh, those people who are fans of basketball or not, whether you live on the West Coast, East Coast, I mean, everyone's really impacted by just, uh, you know, the loss of two very young deaths. Just a sudden loss of life. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to give, uh, you know, just our love and support to anyone who's severely affected by this, to the O'Brien family, the surviving daughters, uh, his wife, uh, you know, the whole L.A. Nation, L.A. Lakers, you know, anybody. Uh, and just giving that reminder, you know, keep those uh, close to you, hug them, love them, you know, because you never know anything can happen tomorrow. And even as, you know, guys from New York who don't really watch basketball, we still know Kobe Bryant's influence on not just the culture of the NBA, but just for everyone. I mean, he's such mm -hmm. a role model for so many young men, predominantly black young men and women, and just his work ethic alone was something to admire. So we just want to say uh, that we're sending our love out, and we just wanted to give like a real quick, just a little moment of silence real quick. All right, guys. So thank you for joining us in that moment of silence, and uh, again, much love out to everyone who's uh, dealing with that loss right now. And but without further ado, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump into uh, the episode. So hope you enjoy. Alright, so welcome back guys. So you already know what it is. I mean if you listen you to episodes. Know what yeah, you're you already know what it is. Um it's episode one. Yeah. It's January. It's twenty twenty. Starting you off right. Fucking doing this. Hell yeah. Uh you already know what it is, guys. It is Pat. That is Pat Swayze on IG. Pat with underscores. Fucking sway Z. You already know. <laughs> uh if you're listening to this, you already you should be following us on all social media platforms, Normac Silverkin. And of course, I am joined by the other half of this amazing duo. Uh it's me, Josh guys. Uh you can follow me on Instagram at Josh of the Round Table. Uh yeah, like you said, just just all one word, Josh of the Round Table. Yep. Nerdy as fuck. It's all right. Yeah, let's do this, guys. Um I'm super excited. Hell yeah. Uh I mean, you know. Prior to our little intro there, right there, there's a lot of things to be grateful for and to be happy for, and I've I'm just ready to like yeah I'm ready to just just do this I'm ready to spill yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, oh man it's it's a lot of things going on so much shit going on uh, wow like just, where do we even just begin? so much like well, just it's it's not even January and we've already had World War Three scares <laughs> fucking Australia's on fire much love to Australia oh, yes speak well I'll get to that later but yeah, much yeah, love we'll to Australia. That. Uh, oh, man. Everything going on with this this virus. And uh, everybody, just please be safe. Be careful. Word. And just, Don't drink Coronas. Don't drink Coronas. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, no. I'm not I, don't, that. I don't think they get it. Don't no. drink Coronas. <laughs> don't eat Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
you know, it just it's in the low main. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, just, we're playing, guys. We're just, trying just to just some dark just, humor, but just be safe. You know, you guys know what you should do and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just be safe, guys. It's just a rough. It's a crazy world out there right now. But yeah. hopefully, twenty twenty gets better. Oh yeah, man. I, I mean, listen. Every every year has something crazy, something sad. And there's a lot of good things, too. So this is right now, this is one of the things that we've been looking forward to for so long. So long. And we're just going to fucking do it, man. Yeah, man. Fucking, hey, hey, look hey, at us. Look, hey, look, look, at, look us. at us. Did you ever think? <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited. So, bro, uh, you know what, brother? To, I, how you doing, man? How you doing? I mean, up, aside from everything else. Talk to me, uh, man. I'm all right. I mean, I, I've been okay. Like, fucking jobs, regular shit. People, regular yep. shit. Yep. Uh, I came to an interesting revelation oh. recently. Multiple okay. interesting revelations. So, Eminem's album dropped. Okay. For those, the the music to be murdered by. Yeah, music to be murdered by. It's a cool album. Okay. Three days before that came out, Mac Miller's yes. posthum- posthumous yes. album go. dropped Circles. Go. Vocabulary. That album is fire. Circles? Yes. I like it better than Eminem's. But maybe that's just me. Because mm-hmm. that tone, that kind of melancholic music mm-hmm. really, really hits me. Mm-hmm. Not, but Eminem, for those, for those of you who don't know, Eminem is one of my favorite rappers of all time. One of my favorite musicians of all time. But I haven't really liked an album through and through since Marshall Mathers LP 2. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the last time he was really like on his shit, but circles just hit different. I can see the appeal to that. Um, you know, I listened to circles. Uh, I personally wasn't like a Mac Miller fan. I liked some of his stuff. Uh, I I think I listened to the album differently because he passed. Yeah. Um. So like it, certain songs that I know that I normally I probably wouldn't have enjoyed, I did because I just got it. But um. Like you said, like that sound, not that that I don't enjoy that sound. I mean, you see all the shit I listen to, but uh, I feel like th- that was like repetitive, like throughout the album. Like, oh, yeah. It's yeah. definitely persistent throughout the entire um, album. That's for sure. I, I'll say that I couldn't be like, oh, I really like this one song over all the other songs. I feel I like think it's I- like one song to me. I understand what you're saying. There, for me, though, there is one song that I did like over every other song, mm-hmm. and it was Blue World, because mm. it starts really weird with like that sort of like singing through like the like a, sort of like a barbershop quartet kind of thing, singing through like weird like grainy like radio static, and then it drops that fucking beat, which I thought was really dope. Uh, but I do understand what you're saying. I just but to to that point, Eminem's album wasn't bad either. Mm-hmm. I just didn't bump as many of the songs as I did with uh, Mac Miller's. It was he has a couple. I think the songs that really stand out for Eminem are the ones that have the features on them. You know, like uh, I mean, pretty much every song was like a feature. Exactly. But yeah, like and that that's kind of my point. Like he, <laughs> I don't know. He he's un for me. He's not that enjoyable on his own anymore. Mm. Uh, like he had that song. Like the one song with Ed Sheeran was cool, and he had Royce to Five Nine on like three songs or two mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. And you know a bunch of people, Black Thought, D Nod. It was it was yeah. cool, uh, but I feel like you know on his, the songs where he was by himself was when I was the least entertained. Yeah. I now I'm not trying to re- be a reviewer or anything. No, no, I'm yeah. just giving my opinion. Yeah, these are things that just like just recently you know came out, and 
not every day that we get to yeah. enjoy new music before, like while it's new. We usually yeah. wait a couple, <laughs> a couple yeah. months before we let it hit. Thanks to the great people over at Spotify, I was able to, <laughs> I was able to watch it. I mean, who, who to, did you say? Uh, oh, Spotify. Spotify. Shall I say it again? <laughs> I was able to listen to it literally the day it dropped, so I was yeah, like yeah. really up on it, which felt really cool. Uh, and it was definitely, I will say this much, Eminem album was definitely, definitely overshadowed Circles. Like, I didn't even know Circles came out. Yeah. Even though it came out three days before. Maybe I, that's just me. I remember attention. being reminded that his album was coming out mm-hmm. and then not even hearing Oh, that yeah, it I was dropped. reminded, but... Yeah, when it dropped, it, was, it wasn't it was as much notifications nope. as saying that it was going to drop. Exactly. But um, Nobody was really sharing it. But I do know that I have a lot of uh, people on my feed that are Mac Miller fans, and a lot of people mm-hmm. were touched. A lot of people cried during certain songs, and uh, a lot of people appreciated the album. So. I'm not a huge Mac Miller guy. Yeah. But I can uh, appreciate good music when I hear it. Fucking Chester Bennington's supposed to. Oh, that's right. Too. That is right. But, yeah. I mean, and then I said, so in my second revelation, mm-hmm. that I don't want to dwell on one topic mm-hmm. too long. Uh, I, and this is very weave, very anime. I don't want to watch My Hero anymore. <laughs> I don't. He dead. <laughs> Why? I, he's, for those of you out Why? there, this is not, he, Why? this is his first Why? time. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? This is his first time hearing me say that. Uh, um. Nani. <laughs> okay. Before I say anything, before I fucking upset any My Hero stands out there. Stands? Stands. Oh. Stands. <laughs> like people who stand My Hero. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so he, I want to make it, I want to make the point across that I do like the show. I do like a lot of the characters and I, I was very, very enjoyed, uh, blah, 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 thoroughly enjoyed the show up uh-huh. until a certain point, up okay. until now. What happened? It's this just, is, it's, listen, if you don't know, like, this is spoilers, so... I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stay away from spoiling. Nah, bro, just say it, because I'm already ahead of you, so you might as well just... <sighs> Alright, fine. Tell me why. It's getting tell too me why. spoilery. And not that spoilery, too, too... It is a shonen anime, but I, I... I hate seeing the same tropes used over and over and over again in these, in these animes. Like... And I mean, I, I get it, you know, because it, it's one of those things where it works, people like it, so they're going to keep doing it. Fine, whatever. But I'll just, here's a few key examples. For example, All Might. I fucking love All Might. He's the best. He's the best. And he, and if it wasn't for him getting, you know, hurt the way he was, he would still be th- that nigga. Yeah, absolutely. But... In normal shonen fashion, the children always have to exceed the adults, and I feel like that's kind of just like I, I'm a little that I can let that slide. It's okay, but that annoys me. But it's okay. Okay. Also, probably one of the bigger things for me is what happened to Mirio. Now, Mirio is gangster, like probably the strongest student in the school. Oh, so you watched this? Season. Yes, I know oh. what happened, and oh. I was like. I understand why he did what he did. I'm not complaining about the show or the the, yeah. the world that's created in the show. Mm-hmm. I'm creating I'm criticizing the writer behind the show because okay. I feel like just like <clears throat> towards the end of Naruto Shippuden when they didn't know how to defeat Madara so they just made when Mashi- Kishimoto admitted he didn't know how to defeat Madara so he created a larger threat mm-hmm. to defeat it. Same thing. Like Mirio is a powerhouse. So 
in order for him to not overshadow Deku, who he was already overshadowing, mm-hmm. he had to be taken care of. Not he didn't just get you know beat. My son had to get depowered. Yeah, and I was like, wow. <laughs> And I get why it happened. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't understand why anything happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just the laziness of it is trans. It's it's pouring in, and I've seen it in other animes, like done so many times, where people just get depowered or cast aside just to make room for one character or one group of characters. And then my biggest complaint for it is, I Bakugo pisses me off <laughs> because. His hate for Deku, there's no basis. It's just hate. He, it's not a rivalry. It's not like it's not like Naruto and Sasuke, where one of them saw the other, or Goku and Vegeta, which all these things are based on. Yeah. It's like, hey, I see you getting stronger. I'm gonna go get stronger, and then we go back and yeah. forth, and we go back. Obviously, Naruto and Sasuke's friendship escalated to a deadly point, yeah. but it began at a, I'm gonna get stronger. You're gonna get stronger. Blah blah. blah. We yeah. go back and forth on this shit. Anytime this Deku does anything, it doesn't matter what it is, this nigga Bakugo throws a fucking fit. And I just hate that. Like, he's, he has no reason to hate this kid, yet he does. Like, this kid did nothing to him. He's only tried to help him. He saved his life multiple times. And maybe there's some revelation that comes out later on where they finally, you know, quell their differences. But right now... This kid has so much hate for this boy for no reason. I think it's less... Well, there is hate, but I think it's less hate and more pride. It's more pride that I don't need you to save me, but you did. Even though I needed you, I don't want to need you. I want to be the hero. I want to save myself. Uh, So I think there's that. Also, everyone remembers that. But Okay, so what about when they're working on their ultimate moves? Yeah. And... Deku fucking does his shit. He kicks. Yeah. And then Bakugo loses his mind. Yeah. Watching this dude kick. <gasps> so yeah. what? It's just a kick. Because he's he's still progressing. He's not from... All right. You also got to remember, he also was like somewhat of a... So Deku has always been like his dick sucker since right. they were kids. Yeah, yeah. So now, you know, you you he was used to that. And that boosts his ego. And now it's like... Oh, you're a hero now? And it was like he he didn't understand why Deku had powers, right? In the beginning, he was like, "How the He was confused like, "So you didn't tell me this whole time you were sucking my dick, but you had powers?" And then he finds out what, you know, really transpired. And now that makes him even more upset because he's like, "My favorite superhero is not a superhero anymore, and you, you, you're his replacement." Eat a dick. I'm, I already made the promise that I was going to be better than him. So that means I got to be better than you. And I hate you already. If that were more telegraphed, <laughs> I could I could agree with that. But it's not. It, every time that he does something, it just... Bakugo just seethes in pure rage. If that part were more uh, excavated, if you will. Like if that was pushed further in his character... Then I'd be okay. I mean, I think it is. I don't think I'm like a genius to like. No, you're not. Assume that. But it's like it is something that was addressed. But it's like as the series progresses, that needs to that tone needs to progress. Uh, But I think I think that tone needs to mature with the characters. I think they would have tackled that sooner to like you know make you happier in that sense. But there's so many characters, and I think the show does a good job of showcasing even the shitty characters. No, I don't not being shitty. So we're not going to focus too much on... Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, 
I'm just saying that these two are supposed this whatever this relationship is, is supposed to be important. Yeah. So I, it's got to be like. But you gotta have known that something was gonna happen to Mirio, bro. You had to like as soon as we met him, I was like, he's either dying or something because he's too beast. He's already he's already all might as a fucking senior. But there's other animes where people like that are stronger than the main characters. They well, don't yeah. get fucking wiped out. But deep power. But but wait, did you watch past that? I just watched after he beat Overhaul, and that was it. Well, if if you if I may, go ahead. Uh, so all this shit is spoilers. Bro. Oh yeah, I mean this is like up to date stuff, guys. Like we're gonna put in. <laughs> if, if you're still here, early? yeah, we did, we did. Okay, but um, at, after that, battle happens, keeps going on. I'm not gonna get all to that because you should watch it. But Night Eye. Was fucking just, yeah, I know. He got jacked up, too. No, no, like, fucking, fucking dead, bro. Oh, he died? He's, yeah, but they tried to save him. Before they saved him, he was in the hospital. He finally gets to meet All Might again after so long because they call him in, like, Yo, you say bye, right? Uh, <clears throat> Eraserhead was there. The, the lady who kisses you and heals you. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was there, like, Yo, we tried everything. This nigga is dead. Like, he's gonna die right now. Like, we don't even know how he's still alive. And Mirio being in the same hospital, rushes, barely can walk, rushes to that room, crying. By the way, I'm teary-eyed as fuck already. Like, I'm already like, oh. He was like, sensei. Like, you know, it was just, it fucked me up. Also, he lost his powers, so it's even more sad. It's just like, oh. Like, he lost his powers and his fucking mentor. Like, sad. But, if you watch, you know, the the recent episodes, you know, Night Eye was always saying he didn't want to use his 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 ultimate power of like seeing way too far into the future anymore because of the mistake he made with All Might and blah 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 how that ruined the friendship and all that shit. But he uses the last bit of his life force to use his his ability on Mirio, smiles and says, "You're still gonna be the greatest hero," and dies. Okay. Now, does he just say that to give Mirio hope? Maybe. Probably. But is there a chance that? Mirio can still be a hero? Probably. Still. Or can he just not have powers and just be like someone who assists? Who knows? But if you kept watching, we see uh, what she can do, what the girl, the little girl actually can do. Her ability is to re- rewind. rewind time. Yeah. So there's a, th- there's a thought. Maybe she can touch Mirio. She needs to touch Mirio. Rewind the fact he lost his abilities. Get him back to his genes where he has powers and maybe he'll have powers again. But I also feel like that, you know, things like that need to happen because uh, it is, it's like that thing, um, you know, characters have to feel lost, but it's not just lost within the specific characters. Also, like, now you, you had Deku who had someone to also look up to and now that motherfucker's just fuck i can't even but yo can we just talk about how he was busting ass though oh yeah he was busting that ass it was i still feel like he was busting ass bro overall is just he should i I don't know my man is a better obito (laughs) like my man wait uh uh, mirio yes oh yeah and that's my point like he's mad broken like so he had to get taken care of oh yeah if he gets his powers bro if he gets his powers back i guarantee you he's gonna be weaker than he was before well, I don't think he'll be weaker. I just think so many other people will be more brolic. Because he wouldn't have had time to train as much. Maybe. But 
Dude. I still feel like overall, overall should have done. I feel like he should have done more shit. Overall was wallin' though, bro. Yeah, he was, but like, son, your power is. Oh, too and did you see what happened after that? It. Right after the fight? Yeah, yeah. I saw the well. I when I saw the end of the fight. So as soon as he beats him, that's it. Like, oh, that's all you saw. Yeah, bro. They put him in a fucking like an incubator. No, they, uh, they put him in like in a in a cop van or whatever. But yeah. like super like tied, like can't do nothing, can't touch nothing. And they didn't kill him. Nah, he just got. Then I got the heroes. I swear, I thought him. he was dead. Nah, he just knocked him the fuck out. And uh, the league of villains were on the same highway. Oh, they rescued him. Nope, they oh. fucked up the cops that were driving the car down some like dark night shit. And when they got him, he was like, "Yo, just kill me, right?" He was like, "Well, I told you, like, I was gonna be the head villain, dude." Mm-hmm. And basically, looks at him, and and. Says, I'm gonna do something worse than kill you. You talking about, uh. Yeah, homie, I forgot his name. I forgot his name too. The, the guy who. The, the guy with the hand on his face. Yeah. Goes and touches both his arms. Start They start to decay. He was like, if uh, I don't cut sorry. off your arms right now, you're just gonna die. So he cuts off both his arms. So he's armless and Damn. just screams in pain and then stays there locked up. Well, that's what Can't, he gets for uh, fucking killing his boys. Yeah. He just came and he. Well, I mean, that was their fault though. He told them not to attack him. Yeah. And they were like, fuck that. And then, you know, I mean, eh. But that shit was gangster. It just made the main villain, like, more, like, oh, this thing is the shit. He's, he's he a- needs to be, because overall's power is better than his. Oh, absolutely. And he still got beat. Yeah. So he needs to be crazy. I need more context on why he has all these hands. We all do. But anyway, that's 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 my, yeah. that's my little my little rant about the show. Like I said, the bottom line, I don't think the show is bad. I just don't know if well, I can keep watching it. I'll just take that and say that that's one of the best parts of my fucking week because uh, I finally, after months, uh, I went without like Wi-Fi, cable, or anything for a couple months. Uh, you know, times is hard. Um, but I finally got to a point where all my bills, everything is paid, mm-hmm. and I don't got to keep playing catch-up. And the first thing I did when I got Wi-Fi, I updated everything. And the first thing I officially did on either one of my consoles was watch My Hero. And that shit felt so fucking good. Because <laughs> I binged basically like four or five episodes into the newest season all the way to what we're up to now. And that just, ugh, it just felt so goddamn good. And what else? Uh, shit. Oh, I got to watch Critical Role again on TV. <laughs> and not on my fucking cell phone. Or just anything. Bro, no, it was so, oh my god, it was so good. Just anything in general. Yeah, man. Being able to use my laptop, like, ugh, so good. But yeah, man, same shit with me, man. I'm working and, you know, you know, for anybody who shit gives a shit, I'm a fucking, I'm a barista. So I just deal with the shits, like, you know, just nonstop making drinks, dealing with people and shit. But, um... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy, man. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm, I'm grateful for a lot of things. I've, I feel like I've struggled long enough, the both of us, that, you know, it's time to start start fucking enjoying things. <laughs> <laughs> like, doing this shit. But, um, yeah. but yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. Uh, and, oh, man. Dude, speaking about Critical Role. We're not gonna. Spo- That's one thing I will never want to spoil because it's you just spoiled the shit out of my hero. Yeah, but yo, some people ain't coming here for that shit, you know. And listen, 
we will definitely put like tags in the episode like I'll try to that's fine bro we'll it's, try it's like a good hey yo 12. if you get spoiled just skip it's like we talked about for like 12 minutes nah, we so got just it. skip we got it. Yeah, we got it. but um if you get spoiled you'll be alright ah uh, damn I'm trying to think what else there was something else that happened that I was just like super excited about but fuck it I will uh, never spoil anything comic book or superhero related or could oh my related. god, that was another thing. I read, uh, fuck, what the fuck did you just get me? Oh, I I, I read up the last issue of Critical Role, oh, the yeah. most recent one. Uh, I thought that was dope. It was cool. Yeah. We still don't know what yeah, happened to him. We still don't know, but I like it though. I like it. And I, and I love it that we, we know the show and the character so much that like you read it in their voices. <clears throat> And yeah. I just loved when when uh, Grog comes back and he's like, "That is personal information." <laughs> like <laughs> he was like, mm, "Nope, can't tell you." I really want to know what happened. Yeah, we'll never know. But no, it's it's so it's so good. Yo, what if like, oh nah, oh, because <laughs> like, so it, he went to the Feywild. Yes, and in the Feywild, time works differently. Yes. So what if he went like a whole adventure? Yeah, and man. He came back, and he doesn't remember anything. And he doesn't remember, so he could have went on a whole yeah. fucking, fucking adventure and then came back. Like he could, he could have, have been a in child. There. He could have been in there for like a month and no time passed. Mm-hmm. And, wow, that would be a really interesting one shot to see. Oh, what happens in the Feywild? That would be a what happens in the Feywild. It should what be happens called Feywild stays in the Feywild, yeah. <laughs> and that should be the name of the one shot. I want royalties if <laughs> that. You heard a critical role. You heard it here first. Word. But um. But yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, talking about Critical Role, um, you know, I was super excited because we hadn't played D and D in a mad long since like December something, something like, like that. before the holidays, yeah. before Christmas and that shit. And the illest withdrawal. Yeah, and I think we kind of touched on it in in you know in our intro, but um, we are playing the campaign for those of you who don't know, uh, and we've been playing it for over. Two years now. Yeah. We'll make three. Every every fall, we make like... It's like every October or some shit like that. Right? Yeah. Um, but we've been playing this character... I've been playing this campaign for over two years. And yeah. I just realized I am the only original member of the original first party. Oh. Uh, yeah. Everybody like else. Char- well, oh, 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 you like mean my it, character. The character, yeah. Yeah, like my character is the only person that's like still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, been... Through all the shits, like we started the campaign, um, where Josh is DMing the campaign, and not knowing how to uh, really DM, we started with Curse of Strahd, did all that shit, defeated him, escaped. Now we're in this whole homebrew world, all the continents and cities and everything created by Josh, and my character is the only person that is still from that original. That still plays. Yeah. Um, that's still in the party. There's other people that were still there since day one, but they're playing different characters. Like, either their character has been indisposed or died. died. Or yeah. Um, or left. And I'm just super excited. We're level 10 after two years. It's a long time. Oh, and we went from leveling up with XP to now milestone leveling, yeah. which is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but I was just super excited because, you know, our campaign, like, we're going to keep talking about every episode. We're always going to be talking about D&D and especially our campaign. So get yeah. with the shits, guys. My character is Mavrock the Obsidian, a Earth Genasi uh, Oath of Vengeance Paladin. And I, oh, my God. I love playing him. I, I love. Sounds like 
I, I fucking love them, man. I fucking, I just, I can't, I can't, I get excited. And it's just not just me. Like, I love seeing everyone else's characters now. Like, I like certain things, certain people's decisions. I love, I love Chris. Uh, he's played how many fucking characters now? Like, three or four in this fucking he's campaign. played three characters. One died. No, no, no. Yeah, one died. Mm-hmm. One, one guy, one was exiled. One died and was exiled. What the first one died, came back to life, and then was yes. exiled. Yes. The second one just died, <laughs> <laughs> and now he's playing this one, which looks like he likes it. Yeah, man, I I, I super enjoy it. Um, oh, I just I don't know, like there's so many cool things that happen in our storyline, and I was, it was just good to come back 2020, fucking be our characters again. And on top of that, no, our storyline has been very uh, role play heavy with. You know, politics and future events and just figuring shit out and trying to, like, maintain some sense of stability in the world. And we got to fight. And holy Next time shit. I'm timing the fight. Next time I'm going to time. It like, was, yeah. Real time the fight. Yeah, no, it was, it was honestly almost, like, four or five hours. Like, it was, it was, and we only fought for five rounds. It was, it was intense. But... Yeah. It only became that long because you had to. <laughs> yeah. So, for, hold on. I got this. So, for those that don't, for those that don't, for before I even, before I even get into that, uh, for those that don't know, uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, when you get into a fight, uh, during everybody takes their turn, and during that turn, it's only six seconds of six seconds of in, of real time yeah. fighting. So everything yeah. that everybody does, no matter how many people there are in the combat. Everything happens within six seconds simultaneously. Yeah. So there's only five rounds of that. So it was only 30... 30 seconds. It was like, it was like 30, 30 seconds. 36 seconds, something like that, uh, of combat for them. The only reason it lasted that long, because it was supposed to be super short, well, potentially. It could have still been that long. But the only reason it lasted that long is because one of my players... Shout decided, out to JR. One of my players decided to... <laughs> Just throw out his, just fucking put his dick on the table right in the beginning of the fucking fight. He did his ultimate. Just threw out his trump card right in the beginning. It was just like, hey, call lightning. And then. Yeah. For those, like, so, so for people who don't know, so call lightning is, well, first off, JR, you're the shit. Um, he's a Tempest cleric. And, uh, you know, for those, that's his domain. Uh, and he has this ultimate move that he can only do once a day. It says anytime he was to ever do a. Spell with damage that is lightning or thunder, he gets to maximize the damage. Yeah, two times a day, sorry. So he gets to do maximum damage of that type whenever he does it, uh, twice a day. So he does call lightning, which Hold is up. a what? When the lightning hits, is it one spot or multiple spots? It's it's one spot and it was anything within a five foot radius of, of that, that spot. spot. Yeah, and you had all of them and clumped they were in the all same clumped together, yeah. right? Okay, no, I was just making sure. But um but Call Lightning is a third level spell, and in the description, it's like, you know, a uh, range of like 100 feet, it's a 60-foot radius cloud, so anything within that 60-foot radius is a target for mm-hmm. this, this lightning to land. It lasts for like 10 rounds, so you essentially get like 10 bolts of lightning, and each at regular... 10 minutes. It lasts for 10 minutes. Oh, 10 minutes? Yes. Oh, shit. Which That's... is 100 rounds. Oh, fuck. Yes. Well, as long as you maintain concentration. As long as you maintain concentration. But regardless, uh, it's a third level spell, and in the description, it does 3d10 damage, right? So base level, maximum damage would just be 30, a lightning bolt, right? JR casts it at a fifth level, so it becomes a 5d10, mm-hmm. and then he dumps his little channel divinity. Ooh, 
It's all right. And um, he does 50 automatic damage on that first hit, and it's it's one of those game. It's one of those spells where like you don't have to roll to hit; it just automatically hits, and the targets that are in danger of getting hit roll to see if they either take full damage or half or of half. it by like semi dodging. And if I'm not mistaken, I think all of them so took full damage. Whip, so it didn't matter because oh, they didn't so even have he, he didn't even have enough health. So he did it right in the beginning. So the they were this creature that they fought or these creatures Jerks, that they fought was yeah. all made up. It it was it's this I'm not gonna get into it yeah. in case they fight them again. Yeah, yeah. But it was a made up creature that was supposed to do for a specific purpose. They were like face huggers. They yeah. They a bunch of them got annihilated like mad quick. So I was like, so I was like, so I got mad. You were iodized salt. You were just. I was N-A. Nah. So I. I've never seen you so mad. That's never happened to me before. He said, all right. So that's never happened to me. All right. So I was like, all right. So I started looking through, looking through my cards, looking through my my monsters, seeing what was going on. And then that fight went from maybe, maybe like. It still could have been long with what I was trying to do, but it definitely got extended because after that, more of them shits came it was out. A buffet, of and then monsters. werewolves came out, and then more of those things came out, and then uh, tree ants came out, yeah, and then more tree ants came out, and then oh, before that, then uh, 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 a monster from underground came. Oh, it was, and I was just throwing monster after monster after monster yeah. at them. Like every round, a new monster came out. But it was it was it was good because it was like, I'm glad you did that because a lot of us don't have, uh, you know, AOE spells. So it would have just been like targeting, you know, cluster after cluster of these made up things. And you know, when the trans came out, which uh, again for people who don't who are starting, you know, trying to understand. Uh, they're basically, if you watch Lord of the Rings, they're like tree beard. They're like the, you know, walking, talking Walking, trees. Um, and yeah, in this, in this instance, they were hostile and they were, you know, bad to us. And, um, so like considerably, like imagine just us fighting like huge ass trees, um, you know, surrounded by these made up fucking face huggers. And then you have two werewolves that come out of nowhere, and they're they're they have the things for attached context, to them. For context, they were in a, in, in a, essentially an enchanted forest. Yeah, so yeah. Just for context, uh, but it's it not was not like an ordinary forest. But it was just so funny because it was just like what like, and I remember I remember not hearing you say werewolves came out because somebody had asked me a well, question. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, were like, "Yo, this werewolf." Like, this werewolf is about to kill. I said, "Werewolf!" Like yeah. I said, "What?" Yeah, and I was like, "There's two things right there: werewolves." Oh and you were like, God. "What?" So, but it was it was fun, man. I just I was super happy because, uh, you know, we we spend time uh, imagining like cool things that could happen, or we try to make our characters cooler or whatever. And you know, I got my new sword, and I was just really excited to use it, and then just fucking doing massive amounts of damage. Uh, it's always fun, you yeah. know, even when you don't kill the thing in one hit or whatever. Um, but it, it was just super fun. And, like, I think the best thing that came out of that was the fucking Lumberjack Boys. I mean, <laughs> yo, shout out. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> shout out to uh, fucking Fox, the half-orc, a barbarian. Uh, man, we were just hacking and slashing. It was fun. But I think everybody did great. It was it was awesome. And in real life, like, we were just all having a great time. Like, everybody was cracking up, laughing. 
Um, Sorry, I'm fucking y'all up next game. Oh, dude, I mean, pff, fucking, I didn't, in my head, I was so, you said a sinkhole, but in my head, I I so pictured it at an incline. <laughs> I know, like, I don't know why, I just assumed Straight that down. naturally just made more sense to me, and then when, like, you drew it, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. <laughs> I was like, that's a pit. Straight That's down. A, Yeah, I know, I was like, oh, no. And then it was funny, we all just, you know... I obviously had the most experience playing this game coming into the campaign, but now after all this time, you know, people got like a year. Some people got two years of experience now. Like when it came to battles, we were like, "Move away from, from the, the hole." <laughs> Whereas like before, when we and had you know, that instance, and, and you know Nick was the closest one again, closest one to the hole. And the thing was, <laughs> and the thing was, I had no intention of pushing anybody in the hole. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was only gonna do it if the opportunity completely provided itself, and it never did. Like, if somebody was really next to it, yeah, I was just going to yeah. push them in. But, oh, but I was... never thought of it. Uh, but it was still cool that everybody was like, just stay away. Like, just everybody's yeah. aware of their surroundings now. Oh, like, so they're good. not just... So good. And it's also good that people now also know what other people can do. Yeah. So it's like... And it's not like that's metagaming or anything. It's like, you fight with someone, you know what they're capable of. You know... Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. Hopefully, they fucking know... To do yeah. this thing it's like in being, response. It's like being a member of the Justice League. So yeah, man. Like the Justice League knows exactly. what each other. There's a, they're a team for a reason. Who would if all right, that's a DM. Who who's who's who on our on our team right now from who's the Justice League? Yeah, do it. From the Justice League? Yeah, do it. None of you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Justice but if you had crazy. to. But if you had to. Uh, the, the, uh, which Justice League? Let's just do the animated series. Okay, so Superman, but not unlimited. Though. Batman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Flash, Woman, Hawk Girl, Flash, Green Lantern, John Stewart, Green Lantern, and, and Martian Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. All right, uh, guys, listen up. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. Let me think. Oof. All right. So I mean, we have too many. I don't think we have too many members, do we? Just two. No, you have seven. Oh shit! But I'm trying to think. Oh, we do have. Uh, well, you know what? You can add. Just for 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 flavor's sake, you can add the two members, if if one fits the better. Children? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, someone Ned and Darwin. Oh, if you if you um, felt like they fit better. <laughs> Ned can be Hawk Girl. <laughs> Noir. Yeah. I mean that fits. It fits. Noir is uh, Hawk Girl. That's done. Superman. 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 That's hard. Superman's hard. I'm coming All right. to that. Yeah, go. Just do, uh, you do. can be Wonder Woman. Uh, okay. She's a shield and a sword. You have a shield and a sword. Okay. She's just fucking great. I'll take that. Uh, let's see, the Flash. <sighs> None of you. <laughs> like it's hard for the Flash. Like y'all are. Uh, I'll say okay. Nat, the Druid on our team is definitely Green Lantern. She's John. Okay. Yeah, she's definitely well, just Green Lantern in general. Oh, in general, because like just. Just the versatility of druids. Okay. Those are green, the versatility of a Green Lantern. The Flash is really hard. Uh, Flash. And I got Hawk Girl. So there's three left. Superman, Batman, Martian Manhunter. Uh, Superman. So Superman is just, just a tank. He's just the powerhouse. So, I mean, that might be you too. Like, I mean, it might be doubles. Because uh, even thinking of people in the past, I, don't, I still don't think... That they could have been to that caliber. Maybe. Maybe. This is hard. It is, right? It's mad hard. That's fine. I just figured. And Batman, I don't know. You, nobody can be Batman. He's Batman. 
Except maybe... Uh... No, I can't. I don't, I, unless you have an idea, I can't think of anything. I don't, can't think of anybody who embodies that. that. In, in, I would say in regards to not his specialties, but his maybe. vagueness for words... I would say Nick is is Batman. I would say uh, Purist. Yeah, I, I would say Alvin, the way he plays, too, could sort of be like, he's very, like, yeah. situational, and there's a lot of preparing with what he does. I also feel like Alvin and Fox combined make the Flash. Like, like Fox is... Anybody with haste is the Flash. Well, not even just, fla- like, haste, but I'm saying, like, like very rushed down would be, like, very into it, running in, not thinking about it, is Chris, a.k.a. Fox. And I would say the the always talking, quick witty, you know, always got something to say is definitely uh, Smash. I'd, I'd say that's definitely Alvin. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Alvin yeah. is no, always, uh, him as a person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, not. But that's how he plays his character, though. So I would say he always got something to say. Um, talking about players, though, like I, I want to play. I think it was funny. If if I if all right, so if my character was was is Superman, mm-hmm. then I would have made Noir. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Honestly, I don't even particularly like that Justice League lineup anyway. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me either. But I'm just saying, like, it was fun. But uh, and no one's Batman. Uh, yeah, nobody's no Batman because Batman. Batman's Batman. Yeah, Batman. Uh, Batman is Batman. Batman's Batman. If, ba- if, if we Batman were D D, he's Batman. I. But yeah, like man, like I, I want to play again. Like I really, really. It's cool being a DM. It's cool, oh, like, coming up with encounters and scenarios, and it's cool, like, I mean, I don't want to say it's it's cool in the sense that it's a lot of, it's a lot of uh, interesting work behind creating, like, playing multiple creatures, both, sometimes both good yeah, and bad. Just being everything. And just being everything. There's a cool dynamic to that, but I just want to feel the joy of just growing mm-hmm. and expanding and then just, just getting, just gaining more and progressing through the story like you do in any other video game uh, I don't know man but like I think next my, 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 I mean my two favorite classes are monk and wizard hmm. and I would never multi-class those together but I would multi-class them separately with other stuff but hmm. those cool. are my two favorite classes so whenever you play whatever you're gonna play <laughs> I mean whatever you're gonna DM I'm pro- I may be one of those two or I might be some other shit cause there's a bunch of other character uh player uh classes that i've been thinking of uh characters i've been thinking of playing in my downtime mm. that i haven't made but i just thought of and like how they would work technically and all that stuff but i don't know it's just uh i think oh. i think i do have an answer for that i think uh for sure i i kind of said that drew is wearing my favorite coming into fifth edition with the changes that i'm not used to from 3.5 However, after sitting down and and trying to help out uh, Natalie's character, uh, I still love druids. Uh, so they definitely, if I had to pick two classes, um, druid is always fucking awesome. Uh, I don't want to say that paladin just because I'm playing one is my favorite because I don't think a hundred percent paladin is all that fun. Uh, because the same, I feel like the same joy I would have playing a paladin, I'll have playing a eldritch knight. Um, Probably. So that's another one I'd be interested in. An eldritch yeah, knight. like I, I, I think in fifth edition, I 
have the same joy for fighters and rogues. Because I feel like if you played them 100%, like the class, you'll still have a lot of fun. But they're both too good classes to multi-class something else into. Yeah. Like Especially fighter. Yeah. Like, fighter just adds so much shit to you. And, and rogue. I mean, in those earlier levels, you get so much... Uh, so much shit. Yeah, you get so much resource. But um, but yeah, I would I I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay for my love for druids. Like monk and rogue is a multi class I want to play really bad, <laughs> and that is. is a broken multi class. That is that's a broken. Mo- Can you imagine? Fucking sneak attack. So I'm about to sneak so attack get, you with these fists. So I get attack. <laughs> so I get attack, sneak attack, attack again, fury blows, attack, attack. Yeah, and then that's it. And but then but like still but then you also get shit like fucking uncanny dodge and then you get like you get all the shit you get, they get like, the same shit unarmored movement and you matter of fact and all this crazy half shit half the shit you get from being a monk they have to spend key points for you get it for free as for a rogue for free as a rogue yeah that's your bonus action so you're lit like, and uh, if you decide to use your bonus action for anything else now here you go and then you can still use that resource with key points you're proficient with daggers so technically they become monk weapons yeah. So you can add all your monk bonuses to that shit. Yeah. So just fucking shwing, 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 shwing. Like, yeah. you're like a fucking little feral wolverine. Or just punch your way through. You're fucking lit. So I think that's sick. sick. And it doesn't matter which rogue doesn't matter. subclass you they choose. They all get that. Well, well no, I'm just saying, like, that, but even if, like, you wanted to be, quote-unquote, like different, <laughs> they're still all beast mode. It's not like, oh, you shouldn't be this class. Like, yeah. like, yo, you can... I mean, maybe Arcane Trickster. Would probably Arcane be like cool. I like man. the thief class. I think I'm just saying for monk, right? Like, like oh, oh, with a monk, oh, right? All of them, maybe minus that one, are yeah. like super fucking useful. I think assassin's the best one though. Assassin's that the fucking best one. Damage, because well, even um, like the the Xanathar ones are, are sick too, because oh, you have so many uses for like your your main oh, stats, yeah, 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 like yeah. wisdom and intelligence and shit like that, like investigations true, true, and all that bullshit. True, true. But um, but yeah. no, yeah, I'm I'm excited to to DM again like it was you know like I, like I said in, in previous episode like it was hard just going around trying to get people to play but like now that I got you guys and people know the game and having someone who's a veteran now you know I wouldn't say all that but I'm but, flattered but I wouldn't but, say all but that you, but you know what it is to be a DM so you also know like okay the respects of being a player mm-hmm. you know not to say that you didn't have that already being a player when you first started but just like you you get like you get more shit, and then you know all of our friends now who are players, um, kind of get like, okay, this needs to move along or this whatever. So, I really want to play, and I'm, and obviously, you know, as much as I would love to make a whole new world and all that stuff, I'm dying to play in the critical world, critical role universe. Yeah, uh, I've been sitting on the Taldori uh, campaign setting for a little minute. And I've been trying to like make that my own, so that way you can have fun as you know someone like me who's watched the show, and we now, already know season one, right. and try to make it interesting. But now Will Demount is coming out. Will Demount? <laughs> Wild Demount is coming out. Will Demount? Will Demount? The Will Demount? Nah, yeah, guys. Fucking if you haven't, if if you are fans of Critical Role, then you already know. You should already know. Yeah, and if even if you don't like Critical Role and you just love D and D, you should already know uh, that. They've partnered up and they are making an official guide to Wildmount, which is gonna be which means critical role in the Forgotten Realms. Oh, not Forgotten Realms. Oh yeah, Forgotten well, Realms. Yeah, they're part of the Forgotten yeah. Realms now. So now it's canon. Yes. Like that world it's is a canon. canon multiverse. Yeah. Oh, so good. But that book is gonna be so beefy. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It has so much shit. If you don't already know, and for anyone who's like super clueless, the show that we geek over 
just became it's official gonna, for D and D. It's gonna be like a sandwich from Cat's Deli, bro. It's that's a thick oh, sandwich. that's a thick ass sandwich. <laughs> I, just, I was like, what is he? Oh, that's, a, that's a thick ass sandwich. But bro, no, this I'm excited for new spells, new subclasses, just the the lore, new vestiges. Ah, and, and like, and me personally, like, obviously, I'm gonna use all that shit, but. I like making my own shit. I like taking, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just already my mind is just. Yeah, I would, I would, I ugh. wouldn't want to play what yeah, I'm watching. No. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's cool and everything to see familiar. I mean, to experience and be in familiar places and shit. But I wouldn't want to do exactly that. Like, I would want to go to your version yeah. of Rex and Trim, your version yeah. of fucking uh, Rosanna or whatever. All these other, uh, your version of Hupper Duke, all them fucking yeah. places. And but like, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil anything for for the campaign. But like, I I will just say that I've always, for a long time, being a DM, I've always and I've never got to explore it. I have something that i love that i've been brewing for now long a long ass fucking time with drow with the dark elves mm-hmm. and obviously that's dope man I, I'm just, for, my biggest dilemma i mean aside yeah. you know like my biggest dilemma of playing that yeah is what do i want to be yeah, yeah, <laughs> like because yeah. like i part of me wants to part of me wants to just be what i want to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then another part of me wants to fill a role and let everybody like what everybody else depends to be and then just fill a role I, I don't know what to do like I honestly bro I think uh, the best thing is just do whatever you want to do at this point cause well I mean I get the whole filling a role thing cause I did the same thing uh, and I don't regret it. I, I love this yeah, character. Yeah, I'm saying like I don't, and I I don't want to feel like we're handicapped. But I feel like I did. I, you know, I was doing that because the people that we're playing with, were, uh, are we're playing with, uh, didn't really know the game. Right. Whereas now you don't have to feel that way. So, you know, and the beautiful thing is now everyone's kind of understanding multiclassing. So, if a role isn't fit, someone can level into that shit if right. it feels right. But um. I'm super excited for it. like and and guys go take it a go take a look at it like just there's videos on YouTube from D and D Beyond so if you don't want to read anything you can just hear the interview from Matthew Mercer himself explaining yeah. what to look forward to if you guys already watch the show you can you already, already imagine um, and and I mean I suggest you know if you are into the campaign setting when it comes out and you have no intention on watching Critical Role, I'm pretty sure the content in this book is going to... It's going to be for everybody. Yeah. Like it's You don't oh, have absolutely. to know Critical Role no, you to, don't. To, to enjoy it. But it's definitely going to get them some, some more viewers because it's just that damn good. I mean, yeah. Matt, it's fucking amazing. And shout out for people who may or may not want to buy the book, but just a shout out to this awesome fact. So obviously there's the Critical Role community, a.k.a. Critters, yeah. Obviously, super support uh, the stream, the show, and there's a bunch of amazing artists out there. And fun fact about this book, even though it is licensed and published and made by Wizards of the Coast, who are the you know big daddies of D&D, they let Matt specifically choose artists from the critical community to come into this book and provide art. So he just got people from the community who may or may not have been uh, making money off of art to make money off of art and yeah. be a part of this ultimate uh, just legacy of, of D&D. And I think that's fucking amazing. So <clears throat> if you like to support artists and you like to just, un- you know, if you know what that's like, fucking buy this book. 
whether yeah. you buy it digitally or, or hand you know hand copy. And uh, I mean, piggybacking off of Matthew Mercer and Critical Role and all that stuff. Uh, today, well, oh, as shit, we that's all right. know, like the Australia, the the fires going on in Australia, mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. relief effort, and there were all sorts of people doing different their part to help with that. But Matt released uh, sometime today a new uh well it's it's new but old so those of you that are familiar with the uh the blood hunter class that he created in homage to uh the witcher based on you know yeah. Geralt of Rivia and all that stuff yeah he re-released a revamped version of that of his homebrew class specifically for the purpose of providing a charity to the relief efforts in uh, Australia we purchased it and it's more or less the same uh, with uh, more or less the same as the last uh, uh, Blood Hunter stuff that he released with some changes here and there. If you have uh, the means to, it would be, I mean, I'm sure it would be, if you have the means to support, I'm sure he would be appreciative and I'm sure just, it would just be a great thing to do if you could, if you could purchase this. I think it's only like eight bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Matt did say, if for whatever reason, uh, the funds aren't with you at the moment. Uh, it will once the charity event is over. It will go to uh, pay as you want. So there's no stress about missing it in case you don't have money. Oh yeah, and and speaking about the Australian fires, uh, there was a for those you know uh, don't know. There's a company called Reaper Miniatures. They yeah. uh, they sell minis and a, a whole bunch of stuff for a uh, bunch of tabletop games. But they recently had an Australian bushfire relief fund where if you win, you would supported them. Uh, you could buy these special koala and like kangaroo fucking oh, minis, that's cool. and they, uh, I think each mini was like seven dollars or eight dollars, something like that. And they said, or it's probably more than that, but they said that they will donate about seven or eight dollars to the RSPCA to help out with that. So you know, I mean, that's cool. If you need, if you're sitting there thinking, I don't know why I would need koala minis. I mean, I know there's a bunch of. Uh, uh, homebrew races out there like Bearkin and shit like that mm-hmm. that uh, that are super fun. So you could probably find some some reason to to have these. But yeah, like they're not just regular koalas. They're like koalas with like spears in their hands. And <laughs> fucking, was, I think there was one of like agriculture or some shit like that. That's and cool. it had like a shovel and some shit. So, so it's not just a koala just saving. Yeah, it's like a koala but they do have. Yeah, they also have like a regular koala. Oh, okay. You know, but they also have like you know like oh, here's a, a fighting class of that's cool. You know race but so you know show all that love and support out there um again if if no one really understood the backbone of the show is D, but uh the number one inspiration for a lot of things we wanted to do not just to have fun and sit here and talk shit and be with each other and talk about D, but uh we also always wanted to push and oh shout out to critical role we wanted to signal boost a bunch <laughs> of shit i forgot about that show Critical Role. Yeah, remember they used to have Signal Boost. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, point is, uh, we always wanted to like shout out and bring awareness to a bunch of people that we think are amazing, and uh, you know, this is one of those things we don't know these people as individuals, but no. um, but definitely episode one, we want to give a big shout out to Homie. I'm oh. drawing a blank, but if oh. you heard the intro and if you oh. stay to the end of the episode. Listen to the oh, to the song. My, so a friend of oh, I right. I'm sorry. I drew a blank. Yes, <laughs> yeah. my boy uh, Ash. Uh, if you're listening to this, big shout out. Big you. thank I you. I didn't even meet you. I didn't even meet you yet, man. But thank you. Big thank you to him for creating the 
beat that you heard part of, and then we'll hear more of after yes. we're done talking. Uh, the official Normac and Silver Kid. Uh, official Normac and Silver yeah. Kid podcast. Beat. Theme, beat. Yeah. He created that from scratch. Beautifully done. Uh, Amazing. He'll be a guest on the show as soon as possible. Oh, absolutely. You can you can find him on Instagram at N-O-M-M-X-X. That's Nomics. It's pronounced Nomics. Again, you can find him N-O-M-M-X-X. Get him to make your dope beats oh, for your respective yeah. needs. I'm going to be tight if it's better than ours, but uh, I'm also going to be hype. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, shout out to him. We'll have him on the show as soon as possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, I lost my, my, my train of thought, but... I'm just, I hope you guys had a, uh, you know, you guys are entertained or whatever. I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to get too. better at this shit as we go. Yeah. Like, we're, we're still getting comfortable. It's you still, know? it's rough. Oh, again, I'm going to say it one more time. Because they're big friends of the, of the show. Go check out Screens is Watching. Uh, like I said, yes. uh, my episode with them hasn't aired yet. But um, they're definitely going to post that up real soon. Probably either before or after this episode's up. And uh, definitely... They're gonna be on this podcast. Yeah, uh, Noel's an old friend, and and he's been a part of you know the campaign when I was Laocus. And uh, Pete has no fucking idea what D and D is, but he's just gonna be here and yeah. just be supportive and just be whoever the fuck he is. Um, but yeah, definitely check them out. Go check them out. That's at Screens is watching. You can find them on everything. And and when we post these episodes, we're gonna try and and just have links to everybody's shit. Um, but. Again, guys, if you have not done so already, go check out the Normac Silverkin on everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have links to our blog. Not saying that shit's too long right now. but it's, And it's in the Instagram. It's, but yeah, everything, the all the links are there, and we will always have links to these episodes and, you know, all the stuff that we're trying to do. Um, and also, we will have a page to anybody we've ever shouted out. So, you know, if you ever are someone who... It's just following and you're supportive or whatever. We eventually will see what you're doing and, you know, you'll make it on that website too, um, whether or not you come up on the show. So, you know, just want to say thank you to everybody who took the time to listen. If you got here this far, we have a special treat. At the end of every episode, shout out to Nomics. Like, yeah. you're about to enjoy this dope-ass beat. And we want to just say we love you, all of you, our friends, family, supporters, everybody. Strangers, everybody. Yes. 2020. Uh, love. <laughs> support. <laughs> Engage! Survive! <laughs> Thank you guys. See you next yeah. time. Later. <laughs>